Well, good morning, everybody. For those of you I do not know, my name is Mike. It's an honor to welcome you here to North Star to our 1010 hour. We are so glad that you got out, that you found your way here. Uh, it's nice and chilly outside, but it's definitely warm inside. So I don't know what got you out, but I'm really, really glad you're here today here in Compass, all of you in the theater, watching up in the chapel, and uh, also tuning in online. It means the world. So we got a lot of stuff to hit today. I want you to go ahead and take your Bibles, turn to the book of Philippians, Philippians chapter four is where we're gonna camp out today. Philippians chapter four, battling anxiety. We live in a anxious world. We live in a world that's full of anxiety. We live in a world that's full of fear. We live in a world that's full of stuff that comes our way. Some we see coming, some we don't see coming, some we have control over, things we don't have control over. This Message title, certainly uncertain. I am certain that the world is uncertain. Can we agree with that, right? We don't know what's to come. And then we get the honor of another political year in America. It ought to be a great year. People get along really well. All right, during the 2024, I'm sure. But it is a certainly uncertain world. So how in the world do I learn to battle and fight anxiety? It's coming. If you go to church every week, it's coming. If you never go to church, it's coming. The question is, isn't, is it coming? The question is, when it comes, how do I deal with it? How do I handle it? How do I fight it? How do I go through it? And Paul, in the book of Philippians, he begins to lay out a recipe for us to live our lives by. These are not good ideas. These are not, well, you know, if you apply the, these are things that God laid on Paul's heart for us. And that's what we're gonna talk about today. So let's, let's framework this real quick. How many of you would agree God is bigger than anything you will ever face? If you agree with that statement, would you raise your hand? How many of you would agree there is nothing in this world you will ever face God doesn't know about and God can't get you through? Raise your hand. How many of you will live when those things come through to your life like none of that is true? All right, any of y'all? So how many of y'all are good at worrying about worry? Are any of y'all in that category? You worry about worries? Paul writes about it. So let me tell you the framework of where Paul's at. We get this letter, not from a Greek island that Paul's on vacation. We get this letter from a Roman prison cell. It is written to this church at Philippi, and it's written for a day like today. It's written for a moment like we are living in. Paul, the great ambassador of Jesus in the New Testament who met him on the road to Damascus, changed his life, then begins to write out all these letters to us about who he is, pens these words, and I'm telling you, they are so timely. Philippians chapter four, verse six. So if you got your Bible, easiest way to follow along uh, in your Bible or on the app, North Star Church Georgia in the app store, make sure you're ready. Today's a day whether you're a college student, high school student, in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, these things are coming your way. Here we go, Philippians 4, verse six. Paul begins this, and he says this. 
Don't worry about, what's the next word? Don't worry about anything. There is nothing in your life that you have to worry about. Don't worry about anything. Why? Because when I worry, I am saying I own it. Yes, God's in heaven. Yes, God's in control. But when I worry, I feel like I'm in control, right? Don't worry about anything. Finances, marriage, relationships, kids, stuff. Don't worry about it. Now, Paul is writing this letter from a worrisome place. Paul is writing this letter from a jail cell, from a prison cell, knowing his days are numbered. And Paul writes to this early church and he said, don't worry about anything. And then he says next, instead, here's your option, pray about what? Paul said, I'm telling you, I've lived enough life. Don't worry about anything. Why? Because you can't do anything about it. Right? John Deloney in his new book, uh, Non-Anxious, The Non-Anxious Life, he said, we've created a world that we're living in that our bodies can't sustain themselves in. Not only is life hard, the stuff we've put on ourselves is hard. It's like all these alarms are going off. Paul says, I'm telling you, don't worry about anything. You can't control it. You aren't big enough, strong enough, fast enough, smart enough. You can't control it. He said, instead, pray about what? Y'all sound very confident. All right, here we go. Help me out real quick. Pray about what? So I get to ask all the time, Mike, what shouldn't I pray about? Well, based on what Paul just told us, nothing. Nothing. If it's good enough to worry about, if it's big enough to consume your thoughts, Pray about it. Here's why. When I worry, I'm in charge. When I pray, God's in charge. When I worry, get my steps in. All right, here we go. When I worry, when I worry, I'm going, God, I got it. You, you got other stuff on your plate. God says, I got plenty on my plate. Bring me your stuff. From the smallest to the biggest, train yourself to give it to me. If it's big enough to worry about, it's big enough to pray about. If it's small enough to worry about, it's small enough to pray about. Some of, how many of y'all have something going on in your life right now that's causing Worry or anxiety? Raise your hand, all right? Some of you, you didn't raise your hand. You're like, I'm in a really good season. You're in that part where some people go, there's nothing going on. I'm really worried about what's coming, all right? And so there you're in one of those phases. We're just, that's just the way life is. But look at what Paul goes on to say. Tell God what you need and then thank him for all he's done. Tell him. God, I need this. He is your heavenly father, everybody look at me, and he cares about 
what you need. And he cares about you. And then thank him for all he's done. Don't forget all his goodness. Do you ever find yourself going through a rough patch, a rough season, and you can think about all the things you don't have, but you forget all that you do have? Yesterday morning, I got up early, <clears throat> went over to Arch Bagels uh, early, like I need one. But anyway, so I went over to Arch Bagels early and was standing in line, and while I was in there, a homeless gentleman walked in, and uh, it was so sad. He was, he was basically frozen. And a group of our Ackworth police officers gathered around him and loved on him and cared for him. But it's so easy to forget the plight of others, right? Because I'm so focused on me. I have a lot to be thankful for. One of the greatest doses of goodness in our lives, that's why I love Thanksgiving, is because we remind ourselves of all we have to be thankful for. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need, but thank him for what he's done. Say, God, thank you for opening this door. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for this person. Verse seven, powerful word, then. When I don't worry and I pray and I say, God, thanks for all the ways you've blessed me, then you will experience God's, what's the next word? The opposite of anxiousness is peace. Unsettled, settled. Then you'll experience God's peace, which exceeds anything you can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. I want you guys to get this picture, a powerful picture. When I don't worry and I pray and I thank him for all he's done, here's what he promises. He will guard your heart and mind with peace. He will send his guards to stand watch over you. Literally, literally, the army of God stands around you. Back during that time, every citizen understood what a Roman guard was because they, they were called sentries and they would stand outside doorways. And he says, here's what'll happen when we give things over to the Lord. He puts his guard around our lives. So no matter what's going on around you, you can be at peace. So I want to give you a little visual. I'm a person that learns about visual. So I went up to our HSM group and I invited down some local JV football players. So I'm gonna ask these guys to join me out on the stage. Brandon and Will and Boone are gonna join me out on the stage real quick. They're, not, they're rising ninth graders. I think they've got a, a great future in football. I think they're gonna turn out real well. All right. Soak that in, baby. Soak that in. I'm gonna tell you something. So let me, let me introduce him real quick. This is Brandon Wood. Um, one of my favorite people in the world is Brandon Wood. In light that he went to University of Georgia, that's one of the biggest statements I will ever make. Will y'all welcome Brandon up here this morning? This is Will. Will was a lineman down at where the streets are paved with gold at Georgia Tech. Would y'all give Will a round of applause today? 
And I got Biggin back behind me from the state of Texas. This is Boone Massey. Boone was a lineman at Texas A&M, and I think he's joined the fund to pay off their college coach. But anyway, so that's Boone back here. Would y'all welcome Boone up here this morning? How many of you would say, if I was having some little trouble going on and I went out with these three cats around me, I should feel pretty safe. Would y'all agree with that? It's amazing. I was standing in the middle of them. This I knew they were big. I forgot how big they really were, honestly. <laughs> sort of broke down in my mind. Somebody sent me a picture and said, you like Paterno with his offensive line. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's a picture of what God sends in our lives when I pray and I don't worry. Here's the crazy part. You get the choice. You get the choice how to handle it. I could walk into life, I don't care how big my problem looks, if I got these guys around me, I feel like anything going on, I think I'll be okay. I think I'll be okay. Because I know who's with me is bigger than what I'm facing. Remember one night after doing Falcons Chapel, Curtis Lofton, the linebacker said, would you want me to walk you to your car? And I went, I mean, if you want to, all right, I'll be all right, fine. And I felt very safe walking in my car in downtown Atlanta because I had Curtis Lofton with me. Why? He was bigger than anything I was gonna face. But here's what happens when I worry. I step outside God's peace and it all hits me because I don't have anything to buffer it. See what God sends to us You'll read them in scripture as written about as the angel armies that stand guard over your lives. Here's what God never promises. When you pray, when you do things right, storms won't come. No, 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 storms come. But here's what happens. He sends his guard and even when we're in the midst of the storm, I'm at peace. Paul got it. Paul said we all get the choice of how we choose to handle it. If you're a believer in Jesus Christ and you choose to give him your stuff, then he sends his peace. When you choose, choose to worry, you're on your own. And many of us that are Christ followers, we live out on our own, taking it on, taking it in. It's like, no, 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 I don't wanna bother God with it. I don't wanna, and God says, listen, you're not bothering me. Let me put my peace around you and guard your life. I'm telling you, it'll change. I could have done some really good trash talking with you guys in high school, walking around with me. But I, on my own, I ain't doing that. But you can put something bigger on, you're like, I, I will be all right, right? Would y'all give these guys a hand? Thank them. Y'all are awesome. You guys are the best. The, the only people that hate them being backstage are the worship team because they're eating all the food back there. So anyway, so really great. Would y'all stand with me as we read the last part of this passage? I love this. Verse eight. He says, and now... Dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what's true, honorable, right, pure, lovely, and admirable. 
Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you learned and received from me and everything you heard from me and saw me doing. Then the God of peace will be with you. Father, today, may we leave lighter than we walked in. And that is my prayer, and I pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Before you're seated, turn around and find two people and say, it really needs to warm up soon, all right? Do that real quick. <laughs> tomorrow is high school baseball tryouts tomorrow. There's nothing says high school baseball like 20 degrees, all right? And so it'll be a great day tomorrow. I think I'm feeling a little sick. But anyway, so let's talk about this real quick. So what does it mean what does it mean to let the Spirit control our lives? Not us. To say, God, this is me. Listen, it's day by day. I can surrender to the Lord and let him control me on Saturday and forget him on Sunday. It's a day by day choice. So what does it mean? Principle number one. Pencil this in, would you? It means that he'll help me carry my burdens. He'll help me carry my burdens. Don't worry about anything. Pray about everything. Tell God what you need. Everything. You're in here today and you're single and you're worried about who you're gonna marry. Does God care? Yes, he cares. If you're in here today and you're like, man, I've got more month than I do money, does God care about that? Yes, he cares. There's something going on with your health. There's something going on with your family. Does God care? Here's the, cho- here's the thing. I get the choice of giving it over to him and having his guard around me, or I get the choice of trying to do it on my own. When our kids were growing up and their toy broke, they had no problem bringing their toy to us to fix. They didn't bring it to us. They brought it to Ann. But anyway, so I encouraged Ann and she fixed the toy, but they didn't bring it to me. I'm like, take it to your mom. All right, and so carry my burdens. He will help you carry your burdens. He will help you get through this thing. Number two, not only will he help you carry your burdens, help you count your blessings. The greatest antidote to a despondent heart is gratitude. Gratitude's the ultimate reminder of all we have to be thankful for. And listen, I'm gonna gonna be honest with you, straight up, we live in a tough world but we are blessed in this tough world. Of all the things Paul could have not written from a Roman jail cell, gratitude is one of them. Look at what he says. And thank him for all he's done. I wonder what was going through Paul's brain. I I wonder if Paul was remembering what it was like before he knew Jesus. I wonder if Paul was remembering who he could have been if he didn't meet that savior on the road to Damascus. I don't know. Paul says, I'm gonna tell you something. When you're 
praying, say thanks. Why? It's the reminder that God hasn't forgotten you. Everybody look at me. The enemy's greatest tool in your life is the thought that God has forgotten who you are. Go back to the book of Genesis. Go to Jesus and the temptation in the wilderness and the temptation on the cross to give it all, give it all up. Remind yourself of what he's done. And number three, change your thinking. He will help you change your thinking. I want you to write a little thought down, ready? Our minds are bent negative. It's a fact. Any sports psychologist will tell you, players, athletes have an easier time remembering their failure than they do something they did well. So. It's, it's crazy. It's like a new thing, right? Sports psychologists work with athletes on helping to remind them of the good. Replace bad with good. No, no, no. It goes all the way back to Philippians when he says, listen, fix your thoughts. Train your thoughts on what is true, honorable, right, pure, lovely, and admirable. How do I do that? I want you to write this little thought down. It's by what I take in. Which voice is the loudest? Is it God? Because I'm spending time in his word. I'm getting in, digging deeper. I'm getting a great daily devotional. I'm finishing up a great one by Paul David Tripp right now. Um, there are just so many good devotionals. You can get them on your app. Digging deeper, we put out. But I train my mind what it's gonna get. I can do that or I can listen to the news. And the news is fine. I need to take in the news. It's good. It's good to know what's going on. But I can get lost in that. I can get lost in politics. I can get lost in who the next Falcons head coach is going to be and listen to sports talk and everybody's arguing about it. And I got strong opinions, right? But I can't fix any of it. Or I can take something positive that God said that will help me when I face something, I don't even know it's coming yet. Change your thinking. Replace old with new. I wonder if Paul, while he sat in that Roman prison, trained his mind to remember not only what God had done, what God had done, but who God was. Everybody look at me. He was day by day. He was day by day. He didn't know when the final time would be a guard would enter and they would take him out to be killed. He didn't know that. But in the middle of that, his mind was on the Lord. We wonder why we have anxiety to the degree that we do and there's clinical pieces of this, I understand that, but a lot of it is because I let my mind go to the problem, I don't take my mind to the Lord. I let my mind go to the disturbance, to the problems, I step out of God's peace and man, the waves are just hitting me. Change your thinking. And number four, continue my obedience. Paul writes to this church and he said, keep putting into practice all you've learned 
everything you heard from me and saw me doing, then the God of peace will be with you. Here's what I wish I could promise all of you. I, could, I wish I could promise all of you because you got out on a cold Sunday morning that I can give you a pass of all the hard things that may come your way this week. I can't do that. But what I can do is tell you when they visit you, they don't have to overwhelm you. Then God's peace will be with you. You know what Paul was telling the church at Philippi and what he's telling you? Lock eyes with Jesus and walk towards him. There was a season I'm an incredibly competitive person. There's a season in my life I wanted to win the race. In whatever I did, whether it was athletics, ministry, I wanted to be the best. I'm driven like that. But I'll be honest with you, I've run this race long enough now. I just want to finish. I want to finish with a smile on my face, flourishing. How do I do that? I lock eyes with him again Monday morning and I'm gonna walk towards him. Tuesday morning, I'm gonna get up, I'm gonna lock eyes with him and I'm gonna walk towards him. Day by day, obedience lives a life of faithfulness. I don't worry about next week. I don't worry about next month. I get through today. Some of you, you walked in this room today, Compass, theater, chapel, watch it online. And listen, man, you've been doing it all on your own. You've never met Jesus, the one who came to give you peace. And today's the day you go, God, I can't, you can. God, I can't, you can. And you give it over to him today. Some of you, you are Christ followers, but let me tell you something. God's peace is waiting on you here and you're living over here just taking it all on by yourself. And today's the day you go, God, I give up. I give up. I want your peace. Would you pray with me? God, it's not a question if you're able. You are able. It's a question if we'll let you be able. Maybe you're in this room today and you say, Mike, I don't know Jesus, but I want to. Would you just cry out to him now? And say, Jesus, would you be my Lord and Savior? I can't do this anymore. I give you my heart and I give you my life. Just tell him. Maybe here you're here today and you... Say, Mike, I know Jesus, but I have been doing this all by myself. Like he's not there. I want to step in his peace today. And I want to train my mind every time something pops up to pray and not worry. Just give it to him. Just give it to him. Just give it to him.